at the center of the universe. At the border between the light and the dark stands Castle Grayskull. For countless ages, the heroes of Grayskull have defended the universe against the forces of evil. Walk through the Hall of Living Pictures and learn the history and mystery of the masters of the universe. Dive deep into the mythology of Eternia, Etheria, and more. For those who know the stories of Grayskull will come the power. The power to be supreme. The power to be all-knowing. The power to be Legends of Grayskull. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 1.5 of Legends of Grayskull. Uh, I just wanted to pop on and give you guys a quick explanation because we had recorded episode 1.5 and there were some issues with saving of the file and we lost about half of the episode. Um, so what you're about to see is uh, episode 1.5 that we recorded but only the first half. So we talked about we were going to discuss the golden book, The Magic Mirrors, Unfortunately, that is the part that got cut. When I went to publish everything, I noticed that the last half of the file was corrupted. So what we have here is a little discussion between me and Sean about some recent news going on. Um, I decided just to upload this just because we did it. That way there's something. Uh, we will get back to the Magic Mirrors because it's a wonderful story. We will not get back to it right away because we don't want this show to feel rehearsed. Um, and if we did it again right away, we, we have a feeling it'd be too much like we're trying to hit the points we had before. We like, we like it to feel like you're sitting down with your buddies and discussing some Masters stuff. Um, another quick note before I start the episode. Uh, thank you all for everybody who's liked, subscribed, everything so far. Uh, the audio versions are coming up now. We're on Podbean right now. Uh, Spotify is going through their motions of authorizing us right now. And iTunes I am working on because they are very restrictive. Uh, I did want to thank one fan in particular, um, a fan of Masters, uh, uh, Yuka. Uh, he reached out to me after we posted that first episode. And I just want to give big thanks uh, for watching us and thanks for reaching out. Like I said in the episode, if I get something wrong, let me know. So he did reach out to me with, with just a couple pointers, um, and I just want to bring them up here. Uh, so uh, when I had said that originally the Mike Young Productions, the beginning was written as two parts, and then what I said is that they needed to get to three parts for the runtime of the Cartoon Network Cartoon Theater, I was incorrect on that. Um, they did start as a two-parter and expand into a three-parter, but that was just because the uh, storyboard artist just went to town on the fight scenes and they decided to to leave the storyboard, let the storyboard artists have their vision and a big fight scene in the middle. So the essence was there, but I got a little bit of the details slightly wrong. Um, and that was from uh, Dean Stefan. He did the interviews he did on the 2000X comment, uh, DVD commentaries. Um, what else? Oh, the hover discs. Uh, we mentioned that they were a nod to the 87 movie and they were also in filmation. Um, like I told Yuka, that was just more, well, they're really 
popular from the A7 movie, and the the visuals reminded us of it. Um, and as far as the uh, Adam or the Cam Clark, uh, I have the power sounding like the I have the power. I can't remember where I heard that from. Right now, we're going to treat that as I'm misremembering something because I I tried. I hated that I couldn't think of the source during the episode, and even afterwards, I tried searching some things, and I haven't been able to find that interview. Um, but regardless, it is kind of interesting that the I have the power in that do 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 do. I know I have horrible key, and I'm talking fast, but. It is interesting that that theme right there, when you listen to it, does kind of mimic the I have the power. So, that's where that is. Uh, thank you. Like I said before, if you guys have any feedback, let me know. We're trying our best to get all our facts straight. Sometimes, you know, you get mixed up with, uh, you know, just it's been a number of years since all this stuff has aired. There's a lot of information out there. I know myself personally, I love to listen to a lot of stuff. Uh, Yuka's got... Uh, uh, some great info out there on his videos, and he's got a uh, blog as well. Uh, Tune Yuka, J U K K A, if I'm recalling it correctly. If not, you can go ahead and correct me again, and uh, I'll get a link to you on one of these episodes. Um, thank you to Spartacus McFeely, who was our very first subscriber to the page. We appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen, whether you've subscribed, liked, or just listened to us. That's what we're putting this together for. Um, we're just hoping to entertain you. We want to talk shop. We want to hear from you. And hopefully everyone's enjoying this. So, without further ado, here is what I could salvage from episode 1.5 that me and Sean recorded. Uh, the video will get a little jerky. The audio is solid up until the last 30 seconds, but it's still manageable. And I left it in because it kind of finishes off the note. Uh, we look forward to hearing your guys' feedback, and we will be back with episode two soon. And I promise the bugs have gotten worked out, and we will have an amazing episode for you guys. So, until next time. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 1.5 of Legends of Grayskull, the <laughs> podcast where we discuss the books, the movies, the TV shows, filmation, jet lag... New Adventures, Netflix, UK Annuals, Ladybird Books, Kids Stuff. I'm going to keep going until I run out of breath. Everything <laughs> that you can imagine with the He-Man, She-Ra, Master of the Universe, Princess, a power logo. I'm Matthew Dooch, here with Sean Skavarna. How you doing today, Sean? Hi. I'm doing all right. How are you? Oh, wonderful. Living the dream. Uh, so, we, we want to welcome you. <laughs> Hopefully you all checked out uh, episode one. That we uploaded to YouTube earlier. Uh, I'm not going to say exactly when, because I'm trying not to date these episodes too much. We want everyone to enjoy them whenever they tune in. Um, so, just refer... Re Sorry about that. <laughs> so, just to remind everyone our format, we're going to do an episode and then an episode and a half a week. One episode will discuss a movie, TV show, uh of one of the series, and then the half episode, we will discuss some sort of printed material. Um, before we get into that, Sean, any news you'd like to bring up? Anything happening? Um, honestly, news-wise, it's the typical stuff that we've seen on the, the groups, but 
Uh, you want to talk a little bit quickly about the uh, new Netflix stuff, mm-hmm. or has that been covered enough by other people at this point? Uh, let's let's do some brief thoughts. Um, like I said, non-speculative, just brief thoughts and yeah, touch I mean, base well, on it at least. Just so and so everyone's clued into what we're talking about. Um, <clears throat> at last year's, and you already should be, but in case you're not, at last year's PowerCon, uh, Kevin Smith debuted his. The show that he's running, uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation for Netflix. Um, it's supposed to be a story that takes up where the vintage era left off. Notice it's a vintage era, not the filmation era. Yeah, um, big question mark on vintage and what that actually means to the fan community at this point, I heard. so. Yeah, it's, it's, I, it's tough because the vintage era kind of means something a little different to everybody. You know, for mm-hmm. you, it's, it's you know, Alcala Comics and Filmation. For yeah. me, it's more Filmation. Um, but I think the main thing they're trying to say there is that this this is continuing the 80s. So if it was... Present in the eighties, it's it, there's a chance it's going to be in this. You know, it's 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 not a reboot, it's not a restart. It's it's okay. Um, basically, almost all that stuff happened, and now we're into this. Mm-hmm. That's what I take it as. Um, and then recently, right before Christmas or right after Christmas, they announced that there would also be a He-Man in the Masters of the Universe series. Yeah. Um which there has been very little detail about other than Rob David from Mattel is also in charge of this on the Mattel side. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Most people have speculated and those teaser images kind of confirm that it's more of a kid's show, a general audience show. Whereas I expect revelation to be more PG 13. They might even push it rated R. I don't think they'd take it that far, but I think they're definitely shooting for PG 13. Yeah, the the powerhouse studios that's the one animating the Revelation show. Um, they are they're to me at least they're more well known for pushing the boundaries when it especially when it comes to fight scenes, fight choreography, and the violence that they have in some of those uh, shows like Castlevania. That's pretty much you know no holds barred. You're going to see some stuff that would be in a horror movie during these fights, which you know, as as somebody that's watching the show, I appreciate it because it definitely startles you when you see these action sequences and you're like, wow, they went there. And there's even this new show on Netflix. I don't remember the name of it. It's a Spanish name, but it's this kind of a um, grindhouse film kung fu show. Um, and it's these three... It's uh, three, if I remember right, Latino characters who were trained under a sensei, and they're fighting this big... Watching it just because of it being their show, like Powerhouse having a, a hand in that. The fight scenes in that are amazing. So, like what Kevin Smith said at PowerCon, they just had me write fighty-fighty, and that's it. And I think uh, that's going to go a long way for He-Man. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be good. I'm once again, we're trying not to speculate too much because there's really been no details. Um, but yeah, it, it seems like it's going to be a more mature, more mature storylines, and and the fights I think are going to top even the 2000X, which I think was the standard uh, for a He-Man cartoon up until this point. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I I think that'll be more episodic and more of a continuing uh, 
well, not episodic, more the continuing story arc like we had in the 2000X, probably even pushed to the next level because this is Netflix and unfortunately probably will dump an entire season at one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what's your thoughts on that? Because that's an interesting topic in and of itself, not the tangent too far, but the, the episode dumps versus uh, weekly episodes. Uh, I am of the mindset with a lot of this stuff where I, this is me personally, I don't get to sit and watch a binge session anymore with anything. That's just how my schedule works. So it'll be there when I'm ready to get to it. Whereas I'm going to have to avoid social media because, Mm -hmm. you know, like uh, I, my wife and I are watching the Witcher where I think five episodes in and I'm already getting spoilers every time I look on Facebook right now. So, right. you know, like I I like the idea that they're going to be there and available to me whenever I get to them. And to be honest, with it being He-Man, I'm probably going to make the time to go and invest in watching it. Um, personally, like Netflix has never been known for they're going to give you one at a time. They're never they their business models never been. We're going to give you one and the next week we'll do another. The only one I could think of is there was a David Letterman uh, interview series where they were doing that. And I don't know how well that went because I don't think they've done it any other time than that show. Um, so in, in a way, I kind of I kind of am open to the idea of, yeah, it'd be nice to have all of them there ready for me when I'm ready to get to it. Um, that's just me. So, yeah, I, I agree on that point. I like I like the dumps so far as. Yeah, it's it's all there. I don't have much free uh, free TV time with the kids and everything. I got about an hour after they all go to bed, so I I don't really binge watch too much either. But yeah, it's it's tough uh, avoiding social media and everything. Um, mm-hmm. Did you ever check out The Mandalorian? I have not so far. Uh, a buddy of mine's willing to have me come over and we can binge watch it or whatever. And it's like. When do I have time, unfortunately? Uh, yeah. It's like Baby Yoda. That's all I know is Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian. That's all well, I got. <laughs> and that's and that's what I was getting to is that's the first episode, and I won't spoil anything else for you. Uh, me and my wife just recently finished watching it, and she's not even a Star Wars fan, and she enjoyed it. It's a very well-done show. You should check mm-hmm. it out if you get a chance. Okay. But they did weekly episodes. Yes, yeah. that's Disney+. Plus. But I guess my thing is... And I didn't realize it until this happened is how much anticipation you build yeah. that way. Like you said, you've got the Witcher, which dumped it all at once. And then you've got the Mandalorian that did week by week. They both came out around the same time. Mm-hmm. I think the Witcher even came out a little bit later when the Mandalorian was still was almost done. Mm-hmm. Um, or they might have even been done at that point because I know I was a little behind even Disney's release schedule. Mm-hmm. And to me, the Mandalorian has a bigger presence right now. Yeah. Yes, it's, yes, it's Star Wars. I get that that's going to have a bigger one anyways. But it, it, I don't know. It just felt bigger. Mm-hmm. But there were only eight episodes in the first season, whereas Netflix usually will release at least 13 or something. Um, you know, in some of the hour shows, they might have gone a little, little lower, but mostly they're a 13-episode season. And... It just seemed like it made a bigger impact. I don't know if that's just the Star Warsness of it, or if if people really miss that anticipation that 
That's speculation. I remember during the 2000X series, you know, we would speculate wildly week to week about what just happened, what's going to happen. We were very wrong most of the time. But, <laughs> you know, there's there's some funness in that that keeps it fresh, that keeps it in pe- people talking about it over, you know, an eight-week period, a six-week yeah. period, rather than Netflix seems to be like, a, oh, my God, it's coming. Oh, my God, it's here. What's next? And then there's yeah. like this just nothing the rest of the time. So I, I at this point, I might prefer a week to week as far as getting interest in because re- I want everything to succeed. You know that I want mm-hmm. this movie that's supposedly coming to succeed. I want both these series to succeed, and I, I think it might stand a better chance that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll, it'll be out there in the public. Um, consciousness definitely if they go that route because like I I've been used to okay for two weeks people talk about something and then usually it trails off and there's fan art or something you know or there's there's little things here and there what will they do next season or whatever but for the most part you know like the the way that we've become accustomed is we're the binge society now so the fact that we're going old school on something and it's something that people are enjoying and you know, people who aren't even fans of Star Wars are jumping onto this, the Mandalorian series because it's, it's a different flavor than the Star Wars stuff happening or whatever. Um, it makes sense. Like I, I actually was impressed by that, that business model of how they handled that one compared to just dump it all on there. And then people are only talking for a week or so. Um, so yeah, I agree. It probably wouldn't hurt, especially for He-Man because the whole idea with what they're trying to do is let's reintroduce this and make it get out there for the kids. Let's, let's reintroduce a whole generation to what we loved as kids. And um, I mean, unfortunately though, the Shira business model was they dumped everything. So that's kind of why I'm like, I don't think they're going to do a week to week thing because they've already done that with Shira. And Mm -hmm. there is a fan base that began because of that show. Um, in some ways, I think Revelation might be the one that they should do that with more than the other one, because then that way, if there are cliffhanger endings, yeah. the fan community will go nuts. The fan community is already chomping at the bit to even see uh, like designs mm-hmm. and ideas for this show. Hang on one second. And um, I love how I get calls in the middle of the podcast. Don't they know I'm busy? Um, <laughs> it's funny too because it was always the opposite when we would go live on Facebook yeah, back when we it were would starting. Be you. <laughs> I would always get the messages, and my screen would freeze up, and Sean would just be there laughing his butt off. While... Well, I'd be like, "Yep, I know what just happened." <laughs> yeah, because it would um, freeze up, and then I come back, and I'd be, I'd be talking, I'd be that, I'd be, and I come back and just be like, <laughs> "Yeah, I mean, I." Uh, when it comes to to this stuff, I think whatever it is that keeps the public's awareness that this is out there is important because, right. you know, the, this is a this is it's it's such an underground fandom in a sense because there isn't a media push out there other than the comic books. There's the mega constructs, but it's mostly online, you know. So the idea of bringing this out into the light again and all that, and that's kind of why. The new promo, the the one for the new cartoon interests me because here I am at 41 years old looking at a He-Man cartoon promo and going, 
I want to know more about this already. Right. Like, what's his new costume design? What's this? Mm-hmm. What's that? And, you know, it's like the Kevin Smith one interests me on some levels. And I'm, I'm curious how they're going to take the costume there if they're going to keep it traditional. But I this so. new one that just debuted before Christmas, that was like a Christmas gift in, in and of itself to me because I'm looking at it going, okay, not only do I have one show to look forward to, I got two. Right. And here we are having a new take on something I already know. How are they going to make it new to me? How are they going to make it that my daughter or my son might go, I got to watch He-Man, Dad, you know? And so that's that's ex- exciting for me on a lot of levels. And that's where it is for me, too, with the with the He-Man and the Masters. Um, I, in a way, I'm kind of glad that they're releasing a kid's show as well, because I think first and foremost, uh, He-Man this year is for the kids. Mm-hmm. I think you can make a show nowadays that will also rope in us older fans but primarily if and and let's face it at the end of the day mattel's a toy company Mm -hmm. they are not in the business to make cartoons to make comics to make movies just to tell good stories Mm -hmm. now don't get me wrong i'm not saying oh they're not going to make a good story they're just going (laughs) to do a cash grab no they can make a good movie and they will try to make good series, but at the end of the day, they have to sell the toys. Yeah. Because that's Mattel. They are a toy company. Everything else needs to fund that main goal. That's not to say that Rob David is not going to put his heart and soul into it. Absolutely he is. I've read interviews mm-hmm. with him. I've seen him talk. He has a passion for it. He honestly does. Um and so I think that what they do will be good. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they need to sell toys. So they need to have the kids. Because um, they need to, you know, I understand adult collecting is is very, a very big market right now. Um, but at the end of the day, they need that mass produced. They need the Walmart, the Targets, the, you know, the toy aisles in the big box stores. They need that market. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I Obviously, adult collectibles are very high right now. I mean, look behind Sean. Uh, <laughs> no one can say there's there's not a market. Yeah. Um, but a toy company, first and foremost, they need that penetration in the stores. Mm-hmm. And and like I was telling Sean in private, my daughter, my older daughter and son, and even my my two my twins are getting much more into into it. My older kids, especially. They they watch the filmation because I have it all. It's unfortunately it's not on a streaming service right now. Hopefully they'll be rectified soon here. But they they like they love the new Netflix Shira. They really get into it. Um, and even when it was first announced, they were doing a Shira at the time. They asked, okay, well when's the He Man series coming out? Ah, because nice. to them it's like me. It's it's He Man and Shira. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was born in a time where She-Ra already existed. You know, it's always been He-Man and She-Ra to me. It's always been He-Man and She-Ra to my kids. So I was uh, honestly kind of dreading the day that they would see that Masters of the Universe revelation on Netflix. Because I know they're going to put a push behind They put a push behind just She-Ra every time they dumped a new batch of those episodes. It was a big top banner. I mean. Yep. So I was kind of worried about them either trying to watch it on their own or I having to go, well, you know, kids, I'm sorry. This isn't really, you know, for you. Knowing what they've already announced, I, you know, maybe my older daughter 
but definitely not my son. He's at an age where I would not, I would not let him see something that looks like the level they're going with this. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's nice to have them saying, okay, well, let's make a kid's show too, because now I can go, well, ignore that. That's, you know, that's not for you, but they have this. Mm-hmm. And, and looking at, looking at, I'm not going to get too far in this because there's really been nothing released. It's been one face, uh, face shot of Skeletor and a silhouette of He-Man released as far as teaser images. But just looking at them, um, search online, some people have lightened up some of the features and stuff. You can see them a little better. But even just looking at the shadowy images that were the official release, uh, to me, you look at them and you go, there's no doubt. Even without the He-Man logo at the bottom, you look at me and you go, that's Skeletor. Mm-hmm. That's He-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, the the sword is probably what you see the best, which I I can only explain as a cross between the 2000X and the uh, Eternity War, the final sword that split open. Mm-hmm. Um, which are interesting choices, and also not because, as we mentioned in the previous episode, those are two iterations of He-Man that Mattel owns, Lock, Stock, and Barrel. They did not sell off any of those entertainment rights. The more I thought about it, the more I think that might have something to do with it because they own 2000X fully, and they all that DC stuff was just licensed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I'm of the mentality uh, not not trying to get further down the rabbit hole, but I'm just of the mentality that it's it, it's the storytelling in them that I'm going to be excited about more than I'm worried about the character designs. Um, and the reason being is there's elements of what make He-Man He-Man. You need the power sword. You need him to have a chest harness, usually the blonde hair, the blue eyes. And, and you know, he's got to be a big built guy. You know, okay, I'm good to go. That image gives me more than enough to go. I felt very much He-Man in that, that initial teaser. And that the silhouette, because they talk about it when you design a character, about the silhouette of them, does that make them look like a character without having to show all the details? Does it define the character just in that much? And to me, that bit, oh, yeah. and there's enough difference to what we have been raised on since the filmation days to make me go, I'm excited for this because I get to see something different. And it doesn't need to be chapter and verse like I grew up with anymore for me, because if that is the case, the line is going to die because there's nothing new to bring to the party. Absolutely. So, you know, for me, just from a storytelling, from a visual standpoint, and even from a toy aspect, I'm curious, you know, what kind of toys will this bring? Are they going to bring toys out for this? And Revelation, are they just going to focus on the Origins line? Who knows? I, nobody knows. We're, we're in the dark about so many things with the brand going into 2020 right now. I mean, are we going to, you know, how's the Revelation show going to look? How's this new show going to look? How are the, you know, are there other, other things? Or is Mattel going to say, no, we have Origins and that's it because we don't want to mix the line and all this stuff like we kept hearing for a while. And now it seems like they're willing to go, maybe that isn't such a good business model anymore. Maybe we want to just go a little crazy with this because this is our IP, you know? Right. Um, so in that way, Skeletor's got the hood. Skeletor's got the skull. I'm good. Like, you know, whatever else we bring to the table to make it this version, I'm interested to see what they do. So. Absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're instantly recognizable. Mm-hmm. That's what we talked about yesterday, or, yeah, last episode. Uh, that's what 2000X series did very well. That's what, um, you know, that's what I think this new one's going to do. You look at these silhouettes and you just like, that's them. Yeah. There's no question about it. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, wait and see. I'm sure we'll more discuss when some actual details are released. Or a trailer of some sort, any advertising promo or whatever. That's, that's what I'm going to get into and be like, I need to speculate. Let's talk about what we just watched. You know, <laughs> that'll be a whole episode. 